0: All right. Welcome, folks. We're here, me and Ricky, going to do a little preview for Van Cleve coming up this Friday night. District game for both teams coming in 1-0. and um, Ricky, we had a great interview with Coach Fant last night. He gave us 20 minutes and I couldn't believe it. I mean, the, the guy I think came in. Thought he felt a little rushed, and, man, he, he opened up, and it felt like we were sitting around a campfire just talking. I mean, he, he we had to get him on track, actually, when you hear it. We had to get him back on track about the game because he was just, I mean, just opened up to us, great interview.
1: No, it's it, Yeah, it was scary because 20 could have turned into 60 quick because I would have stayed right there with him. He was kind enough to to join us, and he does, didn't know us at all. So he was a really, 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 really good guest. And, you know, just looking at Van Cleve, um, for for Picayune, Dave, I mean, it's no secret. They see it on film. Deion Bilbo is going to get the ball a lot. The, the least amount of time carries he's had has been 20, and that's a lot. you know. And that was against Hancock early on in the year. He, he carried it 27 times uh, last week against Long Beach to give uh, Van Cleve their first win in, in district play. So he's going to get it a lot, and I, I think that that's going to be their primary focus. We know that. But they do throw the ball a little bit, and, and Coach Vance mentioned that he wants to be more balanced. Uh, quarterback was 12 of 15 last week in that same game. So we're going to see them throw the ball a little bit. And he's throwing it to a kid who's 6'3", 205 pounds. It's going to be interesting to see how much they utilize this kid. We've talked a lot about how great those uh, young cornerbacks are for Picayune. Um, They haven't faced a receiver with this much size, so it's going to be interesting to, to watch. That'll be a matchup for us to take a look at. But I think that you know, they're going to have to come in and not turn the football over. That sounds cliche, just like Coach Fant said in his interview with us, but that's going to be very, very important. They're going to have to be balanced. They're going to have to keep and guessing a little bit, mix it up really, really well. And when you look at these teams and really how they match up with other teams within the region, Van Cleve's one in points scored this year. Pick is two. But here's a big difference, Dave. Van Cleve is dead last in points scored against, and Picayune is number two right behind uh, East Central. So if you think about that, uh, that defense has given up a lot of points, and uh, they're going to have their hands full this week against Picayune and what they're going to do as well.
0: Yeah, Picayune, uh, I think if the key to them is – Force turnovers because um, Van Cleve has been on the turn it over this year and it's kind of misleading coming in and hopefully the kids don't fall on the record and who they've played and realize that Van Cleve could have easily won those other games had they not turned the ball over. And I think coach Fant mentioned it in the uh, one game there, he, they've turned it over. I think it was Hancock maybe, or they turned the ball over like three times in the red zone. So that's three possibilities right there of scoring. And that's a difference in a ball game. So I think Peking can force force turnovers and run the ball with dowdell because i i can't wait till you hear what coach Fant said about dowdell um he they're, they're preparing for a big guy that runs the ball and hopefully dowdell can can keep the ball ball control wear them down like he did prc this past week and get a heavy dose of dowdell early on and it's going to open things up it always has every every game so far when dowdell's held the ball and been able to uh get the load and Carries it, and then you bring in the mix with uh, Dorian Robinson and mix with uh, Davis. I think, uh, I, I think Pickens' main thing is just run the ball. Let's let's make Van Cleef stop the run. Everybody knows that's probably what Pickens, Coach Steiner, and him's gonna do. And uh, I'd like to see a big improvement on the D line this week because we kind of, you know, we kind of talked about that last week. I think Pickens' D line, um, to me, maybe maybe they weren't up for the game. I don't know. We'll chalk it up to that. But let's see them. I want to see the improvement in the D line this week facing a running back that is a legit running back. And uh, that, that's that's what I think Picayune has to do to, to win the game.
1: Yeah, Dave, I could agree with you more. I think that we should see, you know, Dante Daudel get at least 20 carries or more this week. And I, and, and again, I think that this game, it, it's one of those that could be a little bit of an, an anomaly if you're not careful. You come out here and you're not ready to go and take a couple of quarters to get yourself fired up. Uh, you can let Van Cleef stay in this ball game. The worst thing you can do with Thunderdog is, is give them hope. Uh, but they do have a chance to come out and dominate themselves early on both sides of the football, and they can put Van Cleve away early as well. And I think that you know, this game could go either way, but I think that Picayune has the people, they have the kids, uh, and, and, and the personnel on both sides to be able to put Van Cleve away if they'll come out and do that.
0: Yeah, and I think it's going to be they're going to have to do it from the start, not going to be able to slow start like they did last week against PRC because I think it could be a totally different outcome if they start out and play two quarters, like they did against PRC, against Van Cleve, you come out, Van Cleve comes out second half with a lot of hope. It could be a lot different ballgame. So hopefully they'll get in there and get to start going and really, really uh, get things moving. Well, well, Coach Fant mentioned a couple guys. Let's go down and mention those guys, uh, key players for Van Cleve real quick.
1: Yeah, some guys he mentioned for us to watch out for is uh, number six, Max Miller, and he was a linebacker last year, just one of those kids. He's a good athlete. Uh, He moved from linebacker to strong safety. And uh, another kid, uh, Manuel Seymour, he's their free safety, number four. You know, we already mentioned Oscar Hampton, number 28 for them. That's their big six-three receiver, and then their, their, their quarterback, Noah Miller. But, yeah, those guys, uh, those, those safeties are going to be taking on a load, um, especially if Dante Daudel is getting on that second level. We saw that last week. And, Dave, again, I just I can't stress it enough. It, it It's hard to put into words how demoralizing it is when a kid is battering you like that for four quarters. And that's really going to be the, the the thing to watch. And if they can do that early, I think that um, it could be a long night for a bank leave.
0: Yeah, so let's see what happens Friday night, and we will give you a post-game podcast right after the game Friday, and then next week, we'll be on to East Central, but let's uh, see what happens Friday night against Van Cleave here for homecoming at uh, Lee Triplett Stadium. Thanks, guys.
1: If you're looking for granite, quartz, quartzite, or marble, come see Angela Burmaster at Exotic Stones, located at 6985, Highway 11 North in Carrier, Mississippi, or at their brand new showroom located at 1171 Highway 90 in Bay St. Louis. Angela and her staff will help you select the perfect color scheme and will fabricate and install any residential or commercial project that you have. Angela's low prices and personal touch can't be beat. Also, mention the Talking Ball podcast and Angela will throw in a free sink with your installation. For the carrier location, call 601-798-4334. Or for the Bay St. Louis showroom, call 228-344-3003. So we are here tonight, um, District Preview Week for uh, the Picayune and Bankley Bulldogs matchup. We've privileged to have Coach Kevin Fant here taking some time to speak with us tonight. First off, just thanks, uh, Coach Fant, for taking the time to meet with us, and, you know, most uh, people in Mississippi are very familiar with, with Coach Fant. He was a standout player at Moss Point, uh, played for Jackie Sherrill at Mississippi State, and uh, Coach Fant, if I'm not mistaken, you're ranked third all time in passing yards, and I think maybe number five in TD passes thrown still at Mississippi State. Uh, I don't even keep
2: up with them records. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I'll tell you what, Mike Lee
1: throws the ball so much it, it don't matter what all past quarterbacks, it will be long for all of them gone. It's it, it seems that way now, but yeah, but yeah, heck of a heck of a career that that you put up. And we wanted to just start tonight, Coach Fant, with just kind of your your coaching path. I know you were almost waiting for for a, a little while, um, maybe what eleven years between Pascagoula and, and Moss Point. Can you talk a little bit about just how you transitioned uh, into coaching? Well, I mean, start from the beginning. I said I never
2: wanted to be teacher and coach. I uh, got a degree in industrial technology. I thought I was going to go into industry and some kind of management level. And I volunteered a little bit and realized how much I missed it. And uh, uh, I was kind of like Coach Lee coached me at Moss Point, my coordinator. I mean, I loved being a position coach and uh, coordinator so much. I said I never wanted to be a head coach. And then you know, God has other plans when you sit there and say you're not going to do something. <laughs> That's right. And the things worked out, and an opportunity came up, and I took it here at Van Cleve, and they've been great to me.
1: That's awesome. And uh, you know, I know you're you're coming into this this district. It's it's been reclassified. You know, really since 2011, um, you guys have been part of District 84A. And and Coach, really, the last time you guys played Pickieun as a school was back in 2011 when you guys uh, matched up with the Maroon Tide in the first round of the playoffs. But the time that you were with with Pascagoula, you actually are probably pretty familiar with Picayune. Is that right?
2: When I was coaching at Moss Point, me and Lewis was together at Moss Point. We played Picayune every year. And so uh, we had some battles when I was at Moss Point playing Picayune and Pascagoula. It was always a for a while there. Yeah. go back, had have to go back and look at it. There was a several year stint where whoever seemed like whoever won the regular season lost in the playoffs. So yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, whoever beat <laughs> whoever in the regular season lost the playoffs. Cause it goes back to the old story. You know, when you got two good teams playing each other, no matter who they are, it's hard to beat a good team twice. And, you know, Piquin got the best of us one year when I was a past school, and we got in the playoffs. And I think it was vice versa another year. Uh, you know, ever since you know, I can remember, Piquin's uh, been a hard nosed football program that came to play week in and week out. And if you didn't, uh, if you wasn't ready to play, you was going to get embarrassed.
1: That's right. and that was always the way it was with Moss Point as well. We were talking about that. You know, we honored our our 1986 um state championship team at Picayune Friday night and we were talking about just the the road to go anywhere in Mississippi was always ran through Moss Point and Pascagoula and those schools. That's been going on for a long time. So, a lot of good um a lot of good fun rivalries there and you know, you 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 spent some time too um coaching. It was interesting to me when I was doing some research on you and looking you up. I mean, I was thinking about a quarterback and offensive coordinator and Man, you were actually the, the defensive coordinator on some really good defensive uh, teams that East Central had with, with our good buddy Coach Seth Smith. And, of course, he's, you know, got ties to Pearl River County, played ball at PRC, and, of course, coached at East Central, and now he's up at uh, Pearl River Community College. So, how, I mean, just how was that to be an offensive guy, and then how much you think that helped well, you? Just I've been a part of the defense. I wouldn't
2: call it uh, coordinating. Uh, that's the same way with, you know, right now, you know. Um, I might call plays right now, but, you know, half of them plays, you know, as a head coach or coordinator, sometimes you get credit for it. But I'm going to tell you what, my offensive line coach i got now, who was with me at high school I Moss Point, you know, and there's a lot of plays he calls out there and says I should run this, and I take his advice for it because we've been together a while, so, you know, it's a, it's a staff thing, no matter who the head coach is, and sometimes people get the credit for it, and now, I'll be the first one to tell you. Somebody after a Moss Point game we played two years ago, we beat Moss Point here. Van beat Moss Point, the biggest play of the game. our offensive line coach had called it two plays before, and my dumb butt
1: waited two more plays before I called it and it ended up being the biggest play of the game. So, you know, <laughs> wow. it's, a, it's a staff thing, and, and sometimes
2: as a coordinator or head coach, you got to trust the people you with.
1: Yeah. Well, coach, you've you put together a good staff, and um, you know your defense, your defensive coordinator now, uh, Casey. I you know he he came in. Actually, we played Pascagoula my senior year at our stadium in Picayune, and boy, he was a big deal back then. Just a big kid. Um, I think he played def- uh, played defensive end and tight end. So uh, I I know he's he's really tough and hard nosed and. You know, want to just talk to you just for a second, Coach, about you know Dayon Bilbo. I mean, he he just sticks out. You know, I mean, a kid had 27 rushing yards uh, last week. You know, against um your against Long Beach in your first district win, and you know 200 yards. Um, I mean, he's touching the ball a lot. Just tell us a little bit about your senior running back. Uh, I mean, you're not gonna find
2: a better young man. Uh, I've coached a lot of good backs, one of the best. Our coach was, you know, Byron James at Moss Point was just like Bilbo. wasn't the biggest guy in the world, but man, he was just a tough kid and great running back. And both he reminds me a lot about they're basically the same kid. Man, they're just great young men. They're humble. He could run for four or five hundred yards, and he'd be just as humble if he ran for two. Uh, great young man. I'm. I get a little sad when I think I only got this my last year with him just because he's a great young man to be around and I don't care where he goes in life whether it's football or whatever he's going he's going to be a great father and a great community member one day just because of the young man he is and on top of that he's a great football player and we try to get the ball in his hands because you know good things happen and we run we run the ball power we run we're old school a little bit. We mix it up a little bit more, but we're old school a little bit like Big and we'll, we'll try to play a little smash-mouth. Uh, and He's he's a tough kid. He can play finesse a little bit if you ask him to, or he can uh, get tough and run inside. So he's uh, one of those kids that any coach would love to have. Yeah, that's the one thing, Coach, that I, sticks out to me watching him. Is he is small in stature, but, man, he plays big. Like, he's not one – a lot of those little guys will tend to want to run outside, but he's not that type of bag, and that just shows how tough he is. Well, I mean, you know, he's a strong kid. But I've tried to tell a couple of colleges that looked at, or you know, they hadn't really jumped on the offer bandwagon with him, but they look at him. I told him, uh, look, he's, uh, he's squatting, what, 450 to 500, I think. And if I remember right, and he's a kid that plays baseball and basketball, so he's only in the weight room. Just during the summer it's, uh he gets a shot in college, and he's one sport I mean he's gonna put on some weight because he he works his butt off in the summer the only time I really get him in the weight room and he's a dang good little basketball player too So um i'm I'm hoping one of these colleges will wise up and give him a give him a shot, and I hope he takes that shot and and does well because you know, sometimes you know. People get overlooked at times, and there's so many stories, you know. You could bring up a bunch. I could bring up a bunch. There's stories everywhere, you know, young men getting overlooked early, and I know how the game works, and I think somebody's going to give him a shot, and he's going to prove a lot of people wrong because, uh, like you said, he's small in stature, but he's one tough cookie. Yeah,
1: yeah that, he definitely that, shows that. Really that. Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely shows that, Coach, and – you know, and, and one thing, too, Coach, I, I'd love to just get your opinion on. You know, you mentioned colleges, and, and I hope a guy like that can go. I mean, there's another really good kid that Dave and I got to see um, up close and personal this year from Jefferson Davis, and, boy, he he put a show on as well, and I don't think he's getting a whole lot of looks either. You know, we've got talent in our state. I think our state's underrated with the type of talent we have, and it seems like every other year we've got a defensive tackle – that's ranked in ESPN 300. I mean, we, we got some talent that comes out. We're just having a hard time keeping them in state. Um, what do we need to do a better job of to keep these kids home?
2: Well, it's, it's tough you know, <clears> That's you know, technology makes recruiting easier. Back when I played, you know, you've seen a lot more visits. And I guess, in a way, college coaches had to work a little harder getting on the road. Now this technology, it makes it so much easier to – reach out and touch, you know, a person two states over if they wanted to. And it's making it even tougher nowadays. Well, seniors a year ago with COVID and guys got an extra year, and then now transfer, transfer portal gets a whole other animal in there where you might have a college waiting on an experienced player and trying to pull them out of transfer portal instead of pulling out a high school kid. So, you know, there's a lot of different – uh. I guess, wrenches that get thrown in there, but you know, I was a guy that, you know, Moss Point coming out, we had a lot of people going to LSU and going to our state, and I, I kind of made a decision I was staying in state. I kind of, I loved Auburn. I loved it, because it was kind of a Mississippi State atmosphere when I went there, but I made a decision I was staying in state, and I was going to one of our three big colleges. And you know, sometimes uh, it's hard to be I don't know. I, I guess I don't have
1: the answer, you know? Yeah. You just got to work harder. I remember. I do remember back when in college, you know, Jeff Bauer at Southern
2: Miss. Yeah. I, I loved that program back then. They were really good back then, but I couldn't turn down the SEC. But I think Jeff Bauer is one of the ones I heard him say, nobody's coming to South Mississippi and taking somebody out of our backyard without us fighting tooth and nail for them. And they used to recruit South Mississippi really hard. And they, they got some good players and had good programs. And I think they took that approach. Nobody's going to recruit our area
1: without us, you know, fighting for them and doing the best we can. Well, yeah, well, I guess, you're, I mean, yeah. you're exactly right, really Coach. I mean, you look somebody. at some of those guys we had, you know, in our day at that school, you know, guys that, that you and I both would know. You know, Rod Davis played at Gulfport. You know, we we know how good he was. Uh, Michael Bowley. He's got a Super Bowl ring with the Giants. He was at linebacker. I mean, they had that nasty butch defense. TJ Slaughter. He had a you know a career yeah. in the NFL. There were some big time guys that made it to the league that went through USM. And you know, when you and I were kids, man, USM would schedule and play Tom Osborne's Nebraska, and they'd get beat, but it'd be like six to three or ten to six. I mean, they yeah, no. they hung in with everybody. Uh,
2: I loved uh, Jeff Bauer's program in Southern, and uh, you know. Me and Coach Buckley
1: was my recruiter. They, they had me sort sure
2: of thinking about it, but the problem was, I just uh, back in my mind, I couldn't turn down the SEC, the challenge
1: of it. So that's why I didn't. I moved on up to Mississippi State instead of Southern. Yeah. Like keeping kids in state—that's that's tough. It's, it's just it is. You know, well, Coach, I, yeah, we we don't so want to yeah, take too much. No, we don't, you get me talking on something. I'll no, look, we now. could we <laughs> could we could keep this thing going all night. I want to be respectful of your time. I know you're at your uh, your son's game. But coach, um, no, when you, when you look at this Pickieun team on film, just you know, talk about what you see on film, and what do you think is going to be keys for you guys to to um, to to stay in this game and, and, and have a chance to win it Friday night? Well,
2: I mean, the old cliche: you got to take care of the football. You know, we've been we've well, we've had three losses, and two of them, I think, what, against Hancock, we fumbled inside the red zone or turned it over three times. Uh, so, no hey, you got to take care of the football, not even, and I mean, you got to keep, I mean, harp on that, especially when you play a good team as Picky Union is. And so we just need to play a good, clean football game. And, you know, when the opportunities are there, we got to take advantage of them and, and don't give them as many opportunities by like turning the ball over and giving their offense more opportunities, you know. So we got to. You know, keep plugging and play play our best game and you know hope uh like coach Alex used to say you work your butt off hard enough sometimes you make your own luck you know everybody wants to be lucky sometimes you work your butt off and you make your own luck well you know that's what we're trying to do we work our butt off and maybe we'll be blessed uh you know things go our way but uh you no know, I'm not gonna sit here and play the old Lou Holtz thing and downgrade it, we got a good football team. When we're playing at our best, we've got a good football team. I that we'd be competitive. But, you know, I just uh, I want my guys to play super hard, and I want them, their intensity and their attitude to be great. And we go in there, I tell them all the time, if you play with outstanding effort and your intensity is outmatched, they can't be outmatched, and somebody beats us, we'll shake their hand and hold our heads high. And that's what we plan on doing Friday night. We're gonna come in and give everything we got, and put it out on the table, and let the best team win. Now, Picky like you said, on film they look good. There, I you know, watched them film a little bit, and, and I mean, I think I watched one game, and they made some definite improvements from that one game I watched on film last year to this year. And uh, they got some really good players, some athletic players that dang, they they run to the football on defense and they attack. And offensively, that's a big back back there. It gets going. We'll just hopefully
1: we can get him stopped before that big big sap sucker gets going. Yeah, he, he's, he's a load. Hey, Coach, is there anyone – I know we, we talked about Dayon. Is there anyone on defense for uh, for Dave and I to, to keep an eye on on Friday night, somebody you, you'd mention? Well,
2: our safety's been in a lot of tackles. Uh, number six, Max Miller. Uh, he was a guy that he's probably more likely going to have his opportunity pitching in baseball. He's been with us three years and he's played more linebacker but we moved him to safety this year being a senior and try to be a leader of the defense and hey, so he's his first first year playing this position and I thought he stepped up. He, you know, made some first year mistakes at that position, but he's he stepped up and made a lot of tackles, especially with us, you know, facing a lot of spread teams earlier and, you know, putting athletes outside. Uh, I thought he's really stepped up to the plate, him and uh number four Manny, our two seniors. Uh, senior leaders on that defense. You're, it seems like you have your your quarterback. If I'm not mistaken. Is Miller? He's a senior, and your uh, your leading receiver, Hampton, is also a senior. So it seems like yeah. your 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 seniors have stepped up for you and are. Uh, I mean, that's what but Noah kind of, Noah's see. learned Noah's learned under fire. You know, he, he struggled early. Uh, this is a first year starter. Noah's a first year starter quarterback. We had we had a two year starter leave us last year. He was my guy my first two years here and uh Noah's first year step up he had some you know early game mistakes being the first year starter but he had a really good game last year he put the ball in places where our receivers could make plays and you know oscar's a big target and i think uh actually he might have a i'm thinking he'll have a few looks by the end of the year he had a few junior colleges looking at him some colleges uh i think he might get him an opportunity as well He's a big kid, about 6'3 and a half, about 205, 210, at his heaviest. And uh, we just got to give him opportunity. You know, when you got good players, you got to give them opportunities to make plays. And uh, when you don't give them them opportunities, and for instance, we threw one out of bounds and had a great opportunity. So uh like I said earlier, when opportunities are there to be made, good teams make them. And we got to make them when they're there. Because teams
1: like Tiki and they don't give you that many opportunities, so you better make them when you get them. No doubt. That's yeah. Sure. No, I agree.
2: Well, Coach, we we don't
1: get me now. I get talking football. I get to rambling. I get to talking this all night long. So. Hey. Coach, I got, I, I got, we got all night here. I mean, this is enough. this is all we do anyway. But um, no, we look, we greatly appreciate your time tonight, Coach. And um, Dave and I will, you know, try to come over and meet you before the game, just so we can introduce ourselves and meet you in person. Uh, you'll see us. We'll have our, uh, our our Talking Ball logo t uh, shirts on. So we'll come over and make sure we give a proper uh, in- introduction to you. And, again, we just greatly appreciate it, man. It really is a, a privilege and honor to have you call in. We wish you a lot of luck Friday night. Man, we're looking forward to a really good football game.
2: All right, man. Uh, I'm glad to talk to you all anytime, man. And uh, y'all got my number if you need to get a hold or you want to talk to Dayon. I'll get him on there, too.
1: Yes, sir. Well,
2: I, I talked today. Uh, I'm kind of messaging. Uh, he's supposed to. I'm supposed to try to get him tomorrow. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get him in there and get get his name out more. Because uh, you're, you're gonna have to talk. You're gonna have to talk to him now. He's, he's such a quiet kid. You're gonna have to pull it out of him. <laughs> he, you well, I mean, you said he, he's a very humble, quiet kid. So if you want him to talk, you're gonna have to pull it out of him. Well, we're gonna try. Ever meet him in person? Drive. You'll you'll love him.
1: Well, yeah, we we'll definitely That's give it a shot.
2: As, uh, I'm putting
1: that have to get over here to
2: my little
1: kid's ball game. I had to get off. I enjoy talking football. Yes, sir. Uh, when a seven-year-old sets him play his first tackle football game, We said it's going to be interesting. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, good luck to that. Well, Coach, we we'll, we'll look forward to it. Well, I told him, as long as he hits somebody, I'll be happy. There don't you don't go. about anything else. You better go hit somebody. Even that's if it. If wrong person, just go hit somebody. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all you want to accomplish now. Um well, Coach, again, we appreciate it so much, and, and we look forward to seeing you Friday night. Good luck to you as you all prepare for the rest of the week, and uh, you have a good rest of your night. All right, you too. Thank Check you, sir. Out.